you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by my friend Alex Standiford. He's coming at us from New Mexico, uh, from his new homestead. He's the creator of a WordPress plugin development course. You can find that over at wpdev.academy. Alex has been around the WordPress community for a long time. He's also uh an expert at Affiliate WP and has done some stuff with that plugin. Uh, so he's been around the block a little bit. Welcome to the show, Alex. Hey, thanks, Chris. Glad to be here. <laughs> I feel like as I, we were talking before the show, I'm looking into my past. There was a moment where I left Montana in like 2016 and I lived in an RV with my wife and kids looking for a place to live for a year. And then even after we landed where we lived in Maine, we still based out of the RV for a long time. So uh, it's cool to see your journey. We even went to Taos for a little while. We found a, uh, there's this great hot spring down below this brewery on this dirt road. I can't remember where it is, but uh, yeah, so good to see you. Uh, I'm excited to get into it with you today, but how, give us a report. What's the status of the homestead? Well, first and foremost, that brewery is actually about 15 miles from where I'm located now. Um, <laughs> I didn't know it had a hot spring, but I did know that it's there. Um, I've only ever gone to that one in proper in Taos proper. So I uh, will be revisiting that because it is actually a lot closer. Yeah. Um, Taos is awesome. This, this New Mexico is awesome. We've just completely fallen in love with this area. Um, you know, at the time of this recording, we're in late July, right? And um, people always think that it's super hot in New Mexico because it's in the Southwest and, you know, we're 7,000 feet up here and I'm sitting outside and, you know, it's quite comfortable. Um, gets a little hot when it gets above like 85, but the air and the breeze is really cold and it just always feels really good. Um, you know, we live in this camper right now off grid and I've got like 250 watts of solar. So it's not even remotely close to enough to do much more than charge my batteries. Um, and air conditioning is definitely not even, you know, remotely on the table. Um, if I, heck, even if I want to run the fan on this thing, I got to turn on the generator. So, um, and even with that, we still are pretty comfortable most of the time. Um, we have a couple days where we get a little warm, but other than that, it's, you know, it's great. Um, I've really enjoyed just coming out here and just living on this land is completely unrestricted and just like I, I bootstrapping it, you know, just literally just we're starting with literally nothing. We're building a driveway. We're putting the camper on here and, you know, we're throwing some temporary solar on to make it work. We're getting some water delivered here and then we're making plans on how we can kind of expand on it and grow from here. Um, big conversation point for my wife and me has been sweat, not debt. So we've been trying this idea of, you know, just, you know what, this is what we can afford right now. This is what we can do right now. Let's start there. Um, instead of going to a bank and um, putting ourselves deep, deep in debt to be able to um, have the home and the the space that we ultimately want. Um, and it's been a lot more rewarding than I thought it would be. Um, and obviously a lot less expensive. 
So hoping that we have something to show for it here in a couple of years beyond a you know camper and a couple of solar panels. What caused the initial decision to hit the road, or what, what was what was that inflection point like? Well, I'll never forget that day. So I um I've always whenever I was whenever I first got into WordPress, it was entirely because I wanted to be remote. I always wanted to work from home. Um, and at the time it was because I wanted to spend more time with my kid, um, Bennett, my oldest one, but, um, it has at, over time, it's kind of evolved and I, I got that, you know, I finally got that job and I, I worked and I busted my butt to be able to have that. And, um, and now that I have it, I'm like, I was living in this house and I was basically living exactly like I was living prior to the only difference is I just didn't have a commute. And, um, there was just kind of this existential thought of like, I've been gifted and I've worked and I'm fortunate enough to have this, this opportunity that I can literally be anywhere in the world. You know, if, if the moon had Wi-Fi and I could be on it, I can work there. Why am I 30 minutes away from where I was born? You know, and I couldn't, I couldn't let that thought go. And, um, I floated the idea. We bought this camper to live in it, not to live in it, but to just use it. Um, and, um, I kind of floated the idea to my wife about it off and on over the course of a couple months. And, um, one day in, in January of 2019, um, my, my wife, I was working and, uh, my wife came over to me and she leaned up against the door and she goes, so how serious are you about living in that camper full time? And, I was done working for the day because I absolutely could not concentrate on anything else, but you know, that opportunity and just, just one sentence. It was like, it's over. It's happening. Um, two weeks later, we were gutting this camper and making it work for us. Um, and you know, six, uh, three months later we were living in it. Eight months later we were on the road and we haven't looked back since. Wow. That's, that's super cool. I think this is one of the great things about WordPress is the um, it's just, distributed in such a way that you can it gives you this incredible freedom to and and also this just really interesting awesome community like for example i know i have another lifter lms customer who lives in Taos near you in an earth ship does you know what i'm talking about there's one two houses down from here yeah yeah his name is mark his name is marco schmidt he's been on this podcast before he uses lifter lms he does a lot of entrepreneur work in uh the Taos area Cool. But this is all WordPress stuff. And there's this incredible network and incredible freedom that uh, that is created. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about specifically as a WordPress developer, you, your course, you, you're teaching WordPress plugin development. Um, I believe it's through teaching people how to build a, a beer plugin. Like, a you know, we've got like a custom plugin about a certain topic, beer, which I'm a big yep. craft beer guy. That's awesome. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I just went through a hiring process at Lifter LMS to hire another WordPress developer for the Lifter project. It is very, 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 very hard to find uh, Word- WordPress talent, which isn't just WordPress, but all the stuff that goes into plugins and themes and just all the stack and WordPress is changing and evolving. Yeah. Like if I was, you know, kind of had, a, uh, if I was talking to somebody younger or not or earlier in their career and they're, they're kind of into this, this tech world. Like there's just such a huge opportunity 
in web development and specifically around the WordPress ecosystem. Can you kind of take us from your beginnings as a developer to teaching uh, teaching plugin development now through your website? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so, you know, I whenever I switched, I was a mechanical engineer for 10 years. Um, and Doing what? Big, uh, point of purchase displays. So I worked in sheet metal and, and, uh, particle board and things like that. Actually, you couldn't spit without hitting a display that I had some part in, in a Best Buy for a couple of years there. Okay. Um, but I, uh, you know, like I said, I wanted to work remote and, um, I actually tried to do the freelancing thing as a mechanical engineer for a while. And, you know, this was 2014, I think, uh, maybe you're a little earlier than that. And, the culture wasn't there. Like we, as, as a society, as a globally, we just weren't there, but WordPress was, um, it always has been, it's kind of just, you know, this idea of distributed work and working remotely had just been so thoroughly ingrained into the DNA of WordPress that, you know, it's, it's not like, um, you're not special. You don't get special treatment or you're not, you know, feeling like you're being treated in some kind of weird outsider kind of manner because you happen to work remotely in WordPress, you're just a part of the WordPress. You know, that's just what it is. Um, and that really spoke to me. So I, you know, started going to WordCamps and I started um, plugin development. And really my journey from becoming, from tapping into WordPress to actually building this course, ironically enough, starts and ends with a beer plugin. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whenever I whenever I first got into it, um, I realized that I wanted to do more than just make themes and build themes. I wanted to build plugins. I wanted to get into. I wanted to get into this. You know, go deep, and um, that's all on the plugin side for me. So, um, I learned how to build a WordPress plugin. My first WordPress plugin that I built um, was a beer plugin that you know created a custom post type and played with the metadata and. And uh, I learned so much just from building that and learning how to do that, that um, I basically started building plugins for other people. And um, I think between now and then I've built, a, I, I just pruned my GitHub repositories. And at the time that I pruned them, I had 127 different plugins that I had built <laughs> between now and then. So, um, you know, it started with a beer plugin it continued with me just building a ton of different plugins for different purposes. You know, some of them were like literally a single file with a filter in them, but a lot of them weren't. A lot of them were, you know, custom database tables and, um, you know, just a ton of custom post types and different different things like that. Um, and that's kind of how I ended up getting here. You know, I, from there, um, I started working. I got notified that Sandhills was looking to hire another person a couple of years ago. Um, and I'd always had my eye out for Sandhills because um, quite literally when I started this, like I said, I built that beer plugin. And um, at the time I was actually trying to market myself toward breweries because they were, you know, really exploding at the time. And uh, every time I talked to somebody who knew Pippin at Sandhills, they would say, man, you got to meet Pippin because he's got a brewery. Right. So yeah. it just seemed like it made sense. So I'd always had, um, envisioned that I would eventually or always wanted to work there. It was kind of like, you know, one of those, man, if I could work somewhere in WordPress, this would be a really cool place to go. Um, and then I heard that the, they had a job opportunity. Um, so I wrote an email, I, you know, gave them my details and all that stuff. And, um, 
wrote, gave them one of the plugins that I built, which was a um, a synchronization utility for uh, Oracle's NetSuite. So basically it integrates NetSuite into WooCommerce to automatically create products using that sync relationship. And um, anyway, I ended up getting that job and I've been working at Affiliate WP for a couple of years and um, just from there, I learned even more. And now I'm just trying to, you know, dump all that out and give it to other people in some way, because I've, I've, I think that a lot of, a lot of, uh, plugins, not a lot of plugins, a lot of tutorials and a lot of courses and things in WordPress right now are so focused on WordPress specifically, you know, and they don't talk, I don't feel like they talk enough about fundamentals of actually using PHP and actually using JavaScript, you know, um, and I think that a lot of people kind of hit this dead end with learning specifically about WordPress because they decide that they're going to learn WordPress instead of PHP and JavaScript and React and all these things deeply, right? Um, so my courses are focused on very practical advice. Um, you build something on every course that I make. Um, and the intent is to use a wide variety of different skills and focus on not really being gentle about it. You know what I mean? I'm not, my, my courses aren't intended to be most of my courses, at least as I go, I'm making more, um, aren't going to be these courses where it's just like, okay, we're going to learn how to make a custom post type in this course. It's going to be, we're going to make a custom post type and then we're going to create a CLI command to automatically generate data. We're going to use this composer package here to do this. And then we're going to actually, you know, integrate all that into, um, some custom blocks and all this stuff, you know? So it's, it's kind of, it's going above and beyond just making specific facets and specific features of WordPress and actually just focused on building something that's actually production ready that you can actually, when you're done, take that and say, I built this, I took this course, here's what I've learned. That's cool. And uh, like project-based learning, I think is super smart. Um, I love how your story starts with the beer plug and it ends. It's like, it's almost like giving back and you're, you're going back to where it all began. Yep. Um, tell us more about like, if somebody wants to get into develop web development, like I'm seeing this huge opportunity for people to become a WordPress developer, like you teach. Yeah. Um, and the market is just, it continues to grow people. Uh, you make good money. There's all kinds of great reasons to do it. Yep. If somebody wants to learn, like, what are some just getting started tips you have for them? Well, um, the first thing I would suggest is that they uh, try to build a WordPress site. <laughs> you know, I mean, they they may not, you may not have to do the custom work and all the the custom coding and all that stuff, but, you know, just learn it, mess with it um, and create an installation and, and uh, see if it's something that you actually want to work with more. Um, and then from there, you know, if you want to dive into the coding or, and all that, you know, learn PHP and then learn JavaScript and then start messing with uh, building plugins of WordPress. I think for me, whenever I did it at the time, it was on, I was, I, my first course I ever took was through NetTuts. Um, it was Jeffrey Way and he taught me, I learned PHP from him. And then from there, I learned JavaScript through Codecademy, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And basically just took those pieces and I'm not talking about like learning it super deep and like going crazy. Like you can learn that as you go with WordPress, but 
learn the fundamental, the very basics, you know, what's an array, what's, what's, uh, you know, what's the difference between a, a Boolean and typecasting and all these things, just, just some things to just get your, get yourself started. So you understand what you're looking at. Um, and then from there, you know, after you've taken a couple courses on both of those, then get into WordPress, um, you know, perhaps take my course from there or, you know, take, um, maybe JS for WP, which is another great resource out there that, um, does a lot of WordPress stuff like this and just start. Um, but for me, the biggest, the biggest, the best way I can think to learn is just by doing it, just mm -hmm. build things, build a bunch of things, not just like one or two plugins, tons, tons and tons and tons of idea things, just build stuff. I think, I think more than anything, you're going to learn what works and what doesn't work just from that. You know, I can tell you that the reason why my plugin framework uses registries, I can tell you until I'm blue in the face, why it's awesome and why it's great and why it's scalable and all the solutions it solves. But until you've built a plugin and you've created the technical debt that makes it to where you wish you had a registry, you're never going to really care, you know? So, um, do it, make mistakes and just build a bunch of stuff. That's awesome. Uh, in my journey, I kind of found three different characters in this WordPress ecosystem and I'm stealing this from somebody else. I can't remember where I heard it, but they talked about the hipster, the hacker and the hustler. So the, <laughs> the hipster is like the designer type person. The hacker is like, kind of like you, the developer, the coder. The hustler is a little more like me, like we're the you know, business entrepreneur kind of thing. And, uh, like these three, when these three characters come together, they make really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, when did you, and you kind of mentioned you were kind of doing some building themes and maybe agency work. How did you discover that? Like, wait a second, I'm, I'm kind of this hacker character. How did you know? I guess you're already a mechanical engineer, so you're already kind of there, but yeah. How, how did know, that happen? And your site, by the way, looks good. You have design you. skills and you're very Thank entrepreneurial. You. So it doesn't mean you're not those things. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> you, you're primarily a developer, right? Right. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, if, so I do still run an agency called Design Frame Solutions. And yeah. um, the, the way that agency fundamentally works is everything is outsourced um, by its very design. And um, one of the, things about that that I like is that when work comes in, if it's something that really excites me and I want to do it, I just do it. <laughs> um, and the stuff that comes in that I end up doing is almost always a plugin. It's never, it's never a theme. It's never anything like that. So it's what you love to do. You have the yeah, most exactly. fun doing yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, it, it, I realized with my, I can answer this question um, when I realized I was a hacker uh, through design frame. And that's why I'm bringing it up here. Um, my, my agency is, has always has been there and I've got all these great ideas and all these implementations and things for it. Um, but I've always had trouble with connecting with my customers, um, because they're talking a very different language than me, right? Like what I'm, what I'm the value proposition I'm offering them. I just, I have a lot of trouble translating it and getting it to them. Um, and, but then I turn around and I can bust out, you know, 12 different blog posts in a week for WP Dev Academy to, you know, because it's just, it's what I talk about. It's what I think about. It's just naturally a part of it. Right. Um, and, uh, that's actually what made me hire at design frame. Um, we brought in another partner who's, 
uh, in marketing specifically so that she can communicate to our clients because she actually understands what they're asking. You know, I'm, I'm, it's so funny because I'll give her ideas for content and she'll be like, you know, I, I understand, I think it's cool and all that you're excited about, you know, the merits of a registry pattern and, 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 you know, why you, uh, 10 different ways you can use a hash in your plugin, but your customers really, what they want to know is why they should use WordPress, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. You know, like if you have to ask that question, I I'm not right. I'm, I'm, you're not ready. I don't want to talk about this, you know? Um, so it really just kind of made it apparent to me that I need to just lean into this instead of um, trying to take what I am and, and, and how I work, where I work best and trying to shoehorn it into working on custom work. Um, so once I realized that it, it kind of became obvious to me that um, I just need to get back into tutorials because 10 years prior to this, I actually did uh, my first WordPress site I ever built was called gimptutorials.com. And it was literally just a bunch of tutorials on the photo editor GIMP. Um, I remember doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and I ran that for a while and um, you know, it's kind of weird. It just kind of comes back full circle. So I'm coming back to doing that and um, letting, working with my partner at Design Frame to take care of the content while I'm simultaneously writing courses and teaching people how to build WordPress plugins to do all these things really well. Um, I'm also getting really good, you know, a, a, I'm gathering and collecting a good pool of developers who are really good at this and who I know understand how to write code in the way that design frame writes code because it writes code the way that I write code. You know what I mean? So, um, so it's maybe you're of, a unicorn. You're 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 also very entrepreneurial. You're building the pipeline for your your uh, agency while at the same time having great designs. So and maybe you just do it all. <laughs> there's a lot of synergy in what I'm doing for sure. Yeah. Because um, because I'm making I'm I'm you know I'm talking about the things I want to talk about. I'm earning these opportunities to find developers who um, I'm literally teaching them how my agency works. You know what I mean? Like not how it works, like the machinations of the business side, but the the actual uh, development process and, and the expectations and, and the standards that design frame is upheld to. And then I'm also, you know, thanks to Lifter, actually, I'm able to see who's completed the course. So, so whenever you know who I'm, your all-stars are. <laughs> I already know who I need to reach out to whenever the time comes, if I need a new developer or somebody else to come into the, to, you know, do some contract work with us. Um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of building out that, that talent pool while simultaneously earning some income and teaching people um, how to use this. And if they don't want to work with us, that's cool. Go ahead, you know, do whatever you want. Everything I've written, um, the framework and everything that I use is all open source. You're welcome to use it. You're encouraged to use it. Um, but if you want to come over here, you know, I can, I've got some gigs for you too. So, um, and it's not just that, you know, Design Frame also has these different partnership programs with WordPress, like, um, you know, affiliate programs and uh, uh, plug-in partnership programs for support and, and things like that. So, you know, if you happen to be on a team and you, and you are aware of that, then you'll be able to actually, then you'll be able to actually see, you know, different ways that you can work with us. So I'm kind of like tapping into this market um, that I've been a part of that just fits for how I communicate. And I'm using that to potentially help with design frame. But if it, if it doesn't, I'm still 
earning something with it while simultaneously working with my partner in design frame to actually communicate to the actual clients. That's really cool. Yeah, you, you've built a neat little, a neat system there that kind of uh, feeds back on itself, but doesn't have to. It's every piece is valuable by its, in itself. That's that's amazing. Right. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, what are some of, how are some of the ways you're finding to get students? I know WordPress is like, a, um, you know, there's a lot of like people on Twitter and various places. Um What's working for you? Like, and you already have like a big network in WordPress. You've been around for a while. So what, what advice do you have or what's, what's working around recruiting, finding people? Well, the first thing I did, um, was I just asked people who I know who, um, who are in this space, um, that I wanted, you know, that have big followings to basically just share it, Yeah, you know, um, and that ask for it. That's 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 a good lesson right there. A lot of people think like there's people that want to support you. Just ask them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. That's literally it. I just got into my DM. Got in some DMs on Twitter. I think I messaged you actually. You yeah, I shared it out. I was like, yeah. cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would have. Yeah. I mean, I would have done it if it wasn't Lifter or it was something. Else. I don't care. I'm like, dude, a WordPress person has got something. I can't wait to help them share that out. Heck yeah! And that's that was kind of the thing. So I just I uh, I just asked a couple people honestly um, and. Uh, before the course came out, I created a landing page. I literally created a landing page on alexstanford.com. I hadn't even built WP Dev Academy yet. Um, and when I and and to be clear, like alexstanford.com is actually a React app, so it's not even <laughs> full blown CMS or anything. I literally created a React component that was specifically my landing page, and like straight up, just it 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 was so just. This is not intended to be used for long. This is literally just. I need to get a landing page up. Right? You MVP'd it. I MVP'd the crap out of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so I just did that. And I I sent out a thing and everybody signed up. People signed up to the email list. I got a pretty good idea, um, pretty strong validation that there was interest in what I was doing. Um, I took that and I got to work. You know, I built WP Dev Academy um and moved the landing page over to that, set up a redirect. So anybody who goes to the old page goes to this new one. Um and then once the course was ready, you know, I just flipped the switch over to the Lifter LMS uh, course page and um, sent out an email to everybody who I had collected in the meantime. And, you know, from there got got a handful of sales, uh, made enough money for me to be able to say, okay, let's do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. What, um how long did it take you to make the course? Like from like, all right, it's time to roll up my sleeves. We're making, I'm going to show people how to make a beer plugin. And I know there's all, maybe, I don't know if you had challenges around like, oh, my video is not perfect. Or maybe you didn't care. You're like, I'm just going like, so how did it, was it, how long was that done? Like start to launch and what was the experience like in the middle? Okay. So I learned a lot from this first course. Um, So the, you know, I, I always think of, I always jokingly refer to Bob Ross whenever I think about these courses because, um, fun fact, Bob Ross actually made three versions of every painting he did. Um, one he did before the show, and then I think he did, I don't remember what the other two were, but one of them was done, obviously, during the show. So he kind of like practices and like understands what he's going to do before he does it on the show. Otherwise, he'd never be able to get it in in the 30-minute mark. It is challenging um, to teach and do at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um I kind of took that method and, and applied it to this course. So the first, 
the first thing I did was actually build the plugin, right? So um, dry run. Yeah, right, right. The dry run. So I built the plugin. um, And, and, you know, as you're building it, you're thinking about the different, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we could totally, we totally need to talk about this, right? And we totally, and you're kind of like building the course while you're building the plugin. Um, And then from there, I built the actual course. Well, I, I built the, like the syllabus basically. And then I built the course um, and then I did um, editing as I went along. So basically the the course took about, or the plugin itself took like three or four days for me to do. I just, it was, you know, um, I had already, I've already done this or again, I've already built a beer plugin. So I already <laughs> knew the problems and I already knew the challenges. So like, if you hear me and you see, you hear, oh my God, he built that in a couple days, like just on the side, that's crazy. It's not crazy. If you already thought through the problems and you already know what you're doing, it's just practice at that point. Um, and, uh, so I built the plugin and then, um, I started recording and I'm, I'm on Linux. So I, I'm using OBS and I'm using KDN live for my video editing. And, uh, I mean, before this interview, I was actually sitting in my truck cause that was my first spot. And I was literally just getting up every morning. I was, I was in, uh, Eagle Nest, New Mexico, and we were, parked with our camper and I would just every morning I get up at five and I would go over to my truck and I would start it up and I would just start recording until uh, the sun came up enough for it to get into the truck and it got hot. And then I would stop for the day. Um, And recording wasn't too bad. Uh, The thing that tripped me up the most, honestly, was the editing. Um, That just takes forever to do. Um, So I would I actually was doing them in batches. So I would record the video and then I would edit. And the reason why I was doing them like that instead of recording everything and then editing everything was um, at first it was because of just logistics. So many hours. So I need to stop and switch over to be able to actually keep it moving. And uh, I kind of realized after doing a couple courses that or a couple lessons that it was better that way because I was learning as I was going, what I needed to record next, if something went wrong or something didn't happen as expected, I I was able to catch it early enough that it wasn't a royal pain for me to have to go back. Because you remember, I'm building this plugin as I go. So if the course is, so if I recorded everything and then I found out in editing that I skipped a step or I forgot something in lesson four, my plugin's done. I don't really have that context to go back to it. Right. Now, I will next time be using Git or Git to actually at the end of each lesson, I'm just going to save a different tag so yeah. that I can go back to that version of history. But I did not do that with his first course. Um, so, so, you know, uh, that was fun. Um, but yeah, the editing was just slow and meticulous. And, and uh, I think I put more time into, into editing than I did anything else in this process. So my next course, I actually hired somebody to help me do the editing. Where'd you find that person? Uh, Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah tw- that's because, you know, everything I do is is through Twitter at this point. That's just where the WordPress people are. Nice. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I same thing. Every time I'm doing something, I'm like, gosh, I could do it so much better the next time. But that's just the life of somebody who values, like, continuous improvement and is, yeah. is learning and teaching while doing is challenging. So you find these interesting workflows of, like, Oh, okay, I'm going to do these sections and bring it all the way through the process and then move on or do the, do the back, uh, the ability to backtrace through GitHub or whatever. That's super, I could totally see that needing to come up because <laughs> not only are you creating and teaching, 
uh, you're in a completely different headspace when you're editing. You, right. you, you can't do all that simultaneously. So you definitely learn a lot as you go, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, well, tell us about building your site, the WP Dev Academy. What, what brought you to Lifter as the tool to do that with? I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of membership plugins and there's other LMS stuff. And I mean, I would say hosted solutions, but you're such a WordPress guy. Those aren't even on the table. Forget no, about those things. No, no. Like what, how, why'd you choose Lifter for this or how'd that, what's the story there? Well, um, one of my clients a few years back um, used Lifter to uh, build their site. And that was kind of my first exposure to the concept of an LMS at all. Um, and it was just, you know, it was cool. It was feature rich and it had everything I needed at the time. And I'd already written some, and Hey, I already wrote some code for it. So I kind of already knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I just, I went with it. I went with that for this. Um, and you know, it's crazy cause it's been really good because it has more, there's been features that I didn't know I needed until it was too late <laughs> and lifter just has them. So that's been super nice. Um, like uh, the voucher system comes to mind. I yeah. After I released the course, one of the first things I was asked was, hey, I kind of want to buy a company-wide. Um, I'd like to buy your course company-wide. Is there a way for me to do that? And uh, I was like, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I shot you guys, I shot support your, your support team an email and they, they were like, oh yeah, you could do that with vouchers. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. That's one less plugin I have to build. That's awesome. That's what it's like for us. Like we're so in the trenches with customers. Like we're a really uh, user focused company, like, and how we drive our roadmap that, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as you started talking about that, I can think about like five years ago, somebody like you being like, Hey, how do I get a company in here? I'm like, well, we got to solve that. So we, <laughs> then we developed the voucher system and then we have something called groups for that. But uh, I take that as the biggest compliment when a, when a piece of software like kind of is one step ahead of you. And it's like, we, we solve problems you don't know you have yet. That's right. uh, that's one of the biggest compliments. So appreciate that. Right. Um, uh, I also just appreciated that uh, I'm usually more of a modular kind of person where, you know, this plugin does one very specific component. Thing. This, yeah, yeah. Component. I mean, yeah. Don't get me started on my house. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but uh, I really liked, liked that, Lifter just does all of it. Um, I didn't have to worry about the e-commerce side. I didn't have to worry about the um, the membership custom post site, the courses, and all the different ways I can use it. Like I've, it's just, it's been really good. Um, I tend to think of pretty weird ways to go about doing things sometimes, and I have yet to find something that I can't just do with Lifter. Um, literally in the settings, not even like with a filter or a small plugin or something like that. It's just like, no, we already do that. You got it. You're good. So I've been like, I, I, I'm borderline gushing here, but I can't possibly say how much, how great it's been. It's an awesome plugin. You guys really did good. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. And that's a hat tip to the team. Uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people that make the magic at Lifter happen. So appreciate that. It is, uh, you know, we kind of market it as an all-in-one solution, which you can't really say in WordPress because is anything really all-in-one? Because you have right. themes and hosting, all these other uh you know, component plugins that you end up adding. It's but, all fun games. So you try to do an affiliate program. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> affiliate WP, by the way, I love that as a, as a, it's just such a great solution. And I'm the same way. I use things in different ways. Like I've used affiliate WP 
to create an internal sales commission tracking program that has nothing to do with affiliate, but yeah, it's, yeah. I made it work for that. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, it's a good, uh, it's a great tool. And one of those problems I didn't know I needed solved with affiliate WP is like, what if uh, this affiliate who's not really a pro affiliate links us up, but then, you know, they don't put their affiliate link in there, but it comes from their site. And you're like, oh yeah, we just do that. It, it knows. Tracking. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. So that's that same kind of uh, compliment there. Yeah. Well, well, what's the future of um, WP Dev Academy or what you're up to? Like, what are you, where are you trying to go? Because like in WordPress, people change fast. They evolve fast. And then sometimes they just double down and like just dig in on where they are. Like, where, where are you going? I'm digging. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> okay. so you're literally uh, digging in, in New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. God, no kidding. Um, <laughs> if I have to, don't get me started. Um, so the, the, the course, to, the course right now, like I said, I built one course and then, um, I kept on getting people asking me about if there's going to be a membership option instead of buying the course, which of course lifter again, one step ahead of me, it was already done. Um, and I debated on it for a little bit. And uh, I sat down, I took some notes and I realized, you know, I only have one course. So the value proposition for having a membership based site isn't super strong right now because I don't have a deep, you know, um, I don't have a litany of courses for you to choose from. So um, I was, I had to think about how can I, how could I turn this into a membership site and give people that value now? Right? How can I get people to do that? Because um, that's kind of my goal. Is I really want to get to the point to where it's it's a membership site where the courses are all handled through that. Um, so what I did was um, at this time now I've committed to building four more courses over the year, and I'm sorry, three more courses. God, not four, three. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm drafting up. Every, every time I finish a course, the next thing that I do is I create a page that only member premium members can access um, that allows them to basically vote on which course I make next. So um, all the content and everything that happens, you know, you're, you're at this point, you would be buying in early, not because I have a deep well of courses, but because you want to have a say in what content is coming. And um so that's kind of been nice because I'm simultaneously getting really good ideas um, and also, you know, giving people a sense that they are, you know, a part of this, a part of this community. Um, we also set up a Discord community on well, Discord and, uh, you know, there's there's some private channels in there that are um, premium only um, for discussions about next courses and, and things like that. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the direction that it's heading in. Um, I've the last couple of weeks, I've been focused hard on just writing a ton of blog content, just trying to get myself as far ahead as I can on the calendar so that I can actually, um, sit down and write the course without having to worry about the blog drying up in the process. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now is just content, tons and tons of content. I have, um, other ideas on different ways to show content on different and different, networks and, and all these things. And, you know, um, that's just the goal is to just create the go-to resource for learning how to become a WordPress developer. That is awesome. Um, couple of unsolicited ideas. 
just from seeing a lot of course creators and maybe you're doing some of this uh i see some people like take one or two of their best lessons in a course and and put them for free on youtube as a lead generation uh thing that they just kind of it just builds a natural kind of funnel and then the um you mentioned getting into membership something uh i've seen people do it's really easy to overcommit with a membership especially like a recurring monthly membership where you're like all right i'm going to release a new course every month and i'm going right. to but uh even just i've seen people have success doing a um you mentioned community with discord but doing a uh like a weekly office hour mastermind call where you don't have to prepare all you need to do is show up on zoom or whatever and uh, just be a resource for people as a membership. Maybe you already have that. I don't know, but that's, no, I don't, but I, I have lobbies. It's just, I haven't structured it enough yet, but yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally getting ready to run one of those in uh 10 minutes from now that, uh, I've been running for, um, four or five years now or whatever. And there's people yeah. that have, it's one of those things where in my experience, not everybody who could use it uses it, but there's some people who will come in the beginning and then they get kind of oriented and they're good. And then there's some people that just come and it really becomes, they become regulars for a long time. And that's, uh, it adds more value. And then I've seen this com in these communities, people start connecting with each other mm -hmm. and, you know, starting business partnerships and other things. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. Um, wow. Well, Alex, um, let's bring it, let's, let's land the plane around like a note, uh, about like, family and entrepreneurship and this lifestyle choice to uh not go into debt and to really like bootstrap in the truest sense of the term as this all these things come together for you um if somebody's inspired by that idea what what advice would you have for somebody to uh you know take that leap of faith and 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 take the low the road less traveled if you will yeah um well, I think that my wife talked about this a little bit in a blog post that she published on on um, casual weirdness, uh, which is another blog. It's our blog focused on this um, and casual weirdness life. But she she talked about like how um, something that we hear a lot is I could I respect the hell out of what you're doing. They'll say that. I really respect it. I think it's awesome that you're doing this. But I could but never I could, do that. Right? But I could never do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they'll justify it in their head that you know they that you can't do it, that it's too hard, that you know you need a uh, a bathroom that's bigger than my bedroom, you know, or that you need and you don't. You're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong. I'm sorry. Um all you need is um you I guess the biggest thing for me that one of the first things we did that made me realize how wrong we were about that was um, when we were first working to move into this camper, you know, we were still like, okay, it seems a little crazy. I don't know if we can do this or not. Um, was whenever we, we took the cabinet space in this camper and we converted it into bins that gave us an approximation of what our space would be in the camper. And we went into our kitchen and we said, okay, these four bins have to hold everything in this kitchen, basically. And we started putting the stuff in there and uh, you realize that everything that's left is like the expired mayonnaise in the fridge or, you know, the, the, um, the very specific spice that you bought three years ago for that one <laughs> recipe, that one time that you literally never did again. 
Um, you know, just, just things like that. We accumulate stuff in big spaces. And um, if you're in a smaller space, uh, you don't get to do that, you know? And people, whenever they say, I can never do that, what I hear is, I can't commit to keeping myself um, to that kind of standard, right? And uh, I would argue that it's easier now. Like now that we've done it for a while, you know, cleaning up this camper is a 15 minute process, you know? And, and um, yeah, so I guess I would say that start, start by visualizing your spaces and just really think about what it's like. Whenever we transitioned into this, not only did I do that with the kitchen, but um, I stopped working in my office. I actually just made myself work in the living room where everybody else was. Cause that's basically what I do in here. Right. Um, and it sucked. Not going to even beat around the bush. It sucked, you know? And I, that was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> um, but then I realized that if I get some earplugs and some noise canceling headphones and I face myself to a wall, you know, it, the, the rapture could happen and I would have no idea. So I apply that same thing here. You know, you, you figure out those problems as you, solutions to those problems as you go. You're not going to always be super comfortable. In fact, most of the time you're kind of not. I mean, I literally sleep on a Japanese mattress with a foam pad on it, you know, because we have to be able to fold it up and convert it. Um, I'm not going to pretend that it's a comfortable, luxurious life, but um, if you're like me and you believe that there's a better way than to spend $40,000 on a solar system. Um, whenever I'm over here spending $150 on enough to be able to power my camper. And you believe that there's a way to stop using so much plastic and stop using so much um, energy and just stop using everything. I would like very much for you to just look at what we do and see that it is possible and it can be done. We're just people. We're not anything special. We're just people who woke up one day and said, you know, I think I could live in a camper. And you probably can too. That is awesome. So that's Alex Standiford. He's from uh, WPDev.academy. And the blog, is that on your name site? Which is... Uh, yeah, if you go to alexstandiford.com, you'll be able to see um, links to... Uh, I linked to casual weirdness. I linked to design frame. I linked to wpdev.academy. My, my personal site is basically turned into a syndication <laughs> engine <laughs> at this point. And, and what's your Twitter URL? I love following you on Twitter and seeing what you guys are up to. What is that? It's uh, at Alex Staniford. Um, Yeah, all one word. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, sharing your story today. Uh, if you're looking to get into WordPress plugin development, you've got to check out Alex's course. Thanks for coming on the show and thanks for inspiring the people with uh, what you're up to and wish you all the best and your, thanks, at your homestead and uh, enjoy the journey. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.